Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Paddy, I'm going to jump straight into this story and... It's the story of a house and a dog, isn't it, actually? <laughs> <laughs> a house and a dog. I, I think, essentially, there's four characters, I think, that crop up. The ladies of Clonoughlin themselves, which would be Lady Eleanor Butler and Sarah Ponsonby. Yeah. And then, of course, we can't forget Sarah's servant, Mary Carroll, yeah. and Sarah's dog, Frisk. OK. What interested me most of all was the way you started the story by a picture of the house. And I love the way you visually present things. They look like little models. Everything looks like a, a, oh, tra- yes, a train set. You know? Yeah, yeah, the, uh, the tilt-shift lens effect. Basically. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's a tilt-shift lens, basically, that makes the world look like it's in miniature. Yeah. But it also, for us, when you're looking for a way, a way to depict history and historical yeah. people and places, it's nice to come up with a style that kind of feels like it's, it's a memory or it's a kind of a leftover almost of that time so that you feel like you're looking back into the past or you're being drawn into the past. So, so how far back are we actually going? Uh, well, we, we, this story begins in the mid-18th century, 1750s, we'll say 1750s, around that time, maybe a little bit later, and it goes right up into the early 19th century. And the interesting thing about it is, no matter how wealthy you are, I mean, these are two ladies who were from the ascendancy classes, both of them, right? I mean, one of them lives in a castle. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, the, the Beatles sing Money Can't Buy Me Love, yeah, and yeah, uh, yeah. at the time, that's exactly what everyone was doing. Lady Eleanor Butler was of the, the butlers of Kilkenny. They, right. they lived in Kilkenny Castle. Now, yeah. the butlers were a very well-off, very well-to-do family. They, and they were Catholic. They were Catholic, and they, like, they would have had huge lands up until the, the, the penal times when they refused to, to change to Protestants. Mm. They stayed Catholic, and so they lost a lot of lands, but they were still hugely wealthy, and yeah. they still had an awful lot of land compared to most people at the time. And they, they of course, they, they retained Kilkenny Castle. And Lady Eleanor Butler yeah. was of that family. She had been schooled in France, and she was now back... In, she's now back in Kilkenny and, of course, she's expected to make a, a good marriage. Be a debutante. Uh, yeah, yeah, go to the debutante balls. And, and Luke would have it for her brother, but not for her. He took over the castle, the family business. Yeah. Word was that the father wasn't very good with accounts and with money and with the, oh, with the estates and that. So mm. the brother, John, was taking over and he was very eager for her to have a good marriage. It's hilarious. It sounds like an episode of Bridgerton, really. Yeah, that's exactly it. Yeah. <laughs> and, um, and we made and, the same point last week that, you know, you've only got half an hour to tell this story. You could do it a full series. Goodness, you could. There's so much to it and there's so, yeah. there's so many to and fro and all the intricacies of the story and the characters are so complex. It's amazing. But Lady Ellen 
had no interest in marriage. She was interested in reading, in writing, culture. Uh, she was a Francophile. She loved everything French. But she would rather sit by the river reading her books than be courting men or going to debutante balls, as you say. So she point blank refused to engage with any of the men that her brother was trying to set her up with. That was a very, very brave move to make because the pressures would have been huge considering the wealth of the family. <laughs> marriage was in itself a business deal, you know? Indeed it was, and he kept increasing her dowry to get more men interested, but it wasn't the men that weren't interested, of course, because any man at the time would have married into the Butler family. No problem, but yeah. of course it was Lady Eleanor that just wasn't showing any interest and in fact was discourteous at times I would say and basically turned her nose up at it and just wasn't interested didn't want yeah. to didn't want to be told what to do and wasn't interested in marrying a man it was almost like she was being held to ransom by her own dowry like, you know? <laughs> yes so, indeed yeah, yeah 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 now on the other side of the tale I suppose in order to keep Eleanor company or whatever it was because her mum came up with a solution wasn't it well the, the other side of the story is a bit of a sadder side of the story because Sarah Ponsonby at a young age became an orphan yeah, and her she lost her both of her parents. Yes. And a step-parent as well. Yes, all, all within very close time of each other. I mean, yeah. it was all very quick and she kept being moved from house to house. And yeah. she ended up with the Founds, William Founds and his wife. And his wife was, was related to Sarah. And when she was 13, they decided that she would go to Mrs. Park's school in Kilkenny. And that ah. school was just across the street from Kilkenny Castle. Yeah. Lady Betty Founds was friends with Eleanor's mother, the, the lady of the castle, and she asked Lady Butler if her daughter would keep an eye out for Sarah. There was a few things going on here, of course. Obviously, Lady Founds was hoping that Sarah would get in with the butlers of Kilkenny and yeah, maybe yeah. give her more opportunity. Yeah. And also, she was obviously quite a shy and quiet girl because of everything that happened to her. Eleanor's mother was like, oh, God, Eleanor's here. She's useless to us all. Bringing shame on the family. Might as well give her something to do here. Yeah, yeah. Here's this young girl. Take yeah. care of her. You can be her chaperone. Well, she became more than her chaperone. She became her mentor. Absolutely. And the two of them quickly became fast friends yeah. and realized that they shared a lot of the same interests. No, there was an age gap between the two of them. Though. There was quite an age gap. At the time, when Sarah was starting Mrs. Park School, she was 13. And when Eleanor started to keep an eye out for her and to be her chaperone, she would have been around 28. So there yeah. was about a 15 to 16 year gap in the age. But by the time that they became something that was maybe more than just friends. They were, Sarah was well into her 20s, you know. But they were friends for a long time and they created a very strong bond between the two of them. And we kind of have to jump forward a little bit because we're just at risk of telling too much of the tale. Absolutely, yeah. But what, what is interesting, you could see that the bond was so strong that they decided that... And we're not giving too much away. It's still early on in the episode. They made several attempts to run away didn't they yeah it becomes very exciting very quickly because obviously they're both expected to make good marriages because sarah's wards where she's living in is from woodstock house william Fawns and his wife lady betty he was an mp and they were in society and you know she was also expected to make a good marriage and as as we said lady eleanor butler was you know really putting pressure on her family and and it was causing a lot of embarrassment and a lot of shame then one night they decided that they would run away together because they knew they would never be allowed 
live together or be together. So they decided that they would have to run away. For the time, because they lived such protected lives and they were like living within the aristocracy, they didn't really know much about the outside world aside from books and about culture. Yeah, they yeah. knew their geography and their history and stuff, but they didn't know much about the actual operational... They, the weren't, exactly, they weren't exactly streetwise. Yeah. So the first time that they escaped, Sarah jumps out the window, <laughs> a pistol in her bag, frisk her dog under her arm, <laughs> and she runs off down the road in the dark to meet Eleanor, who has escaped from Kilkenny. Well, she has snuck out of Kilkenny Castle. Her reminds me of us being teenagers and sneaking out of the house at 2 o'clock in the morning you know, <laughs> to drink some cans. Yeah. But they, they had bigger plans. They decided they were going to get a boat from Waterford City to England. First of all, they had to get from Kilkenny all the way to Waterford. Waterford. And they were doing this on foot, dressed as men. By because the time if they were women, it would be highly suspicious. Yeah. Yes, if they were seen as two women on the road going somewhere at that hour of the night, it would have been very suspicious yeah. and they probably would have been stopped by somebody. Now, what happens next, you have to find out by watching the episode, because that's the best you can do at this stage. Well, we've heard about the dog. We haven't heard about the maid yet and her sympathy towards the two of them and how she has an input on the rest of her life and their lives and this other house. And also, why were they known as the ladies of... Clonachlan. Clonachlan. The Welsh Connection. Okay. The Welsh Connection, which is only about 20 minutes from Wrexham, by the way. Okay. Before we finish, you went there yourselves and you were given a gift of two ladies who live in their house right now and they more or less played the roles of of a lifetime. There is two ladies in Wales who who visit the, the house in Wales on a regular basis dressed in costume and they wander the grounds and the tourists you know think that they worked there and stuff and fabulous ladies who ended up playing the ladies for us in 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 the tv show the place itself it has to be seen as you said it opens up the 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 episode and it just looks incredible it's still there today the house that they bought and built and made for themselves okay (laughs) <laughs> you're in danger of, yeah, you're in danger of giving too much away yes, right? to find out more just half past eight Wednesday night TG Car Scaletha Grawn Air Gurumil Margaret Gurumil Margaret Car Slong of